This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Redskins and the Chiefs, and we discuss whether or not we think it can get worse. Will Shanahan be fired before we finish recording this podcast? This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? Excellent! How's it hanging, oh. Josh? Who said that, dude? <laughs> not that you would know, Josh, because you're not here again. You know why? You guys out there in Harry Hog Nation know why Josh is not here? Two words. Fair weather. Hey, John, bring your level down just slightly. It's getting a little crunchy. Bring it down. Bring it down. I don't want to get too crunchy. I mean, you know, crunchy's, a little bit of crunchy is good, but you don't want to get, like, like two granola up in here. Yeah. And since this is a live show, we have to be like, dude, mess up with your level. Wiggle your wire during the Wiggle show. Wiggle your wire a little bit there. All right, I'm wiggling. All right, just that's a little bit. Hey, that's a lot better. Solid. Um, Yeah, not like anyone's listening anyway except for Will, and we got two messages from... Uh, Kenny Cannon Cannon, and one was saying that he's not coming down for the game because it's not yeah. worth it. Yeah. Can't say I blame him. No, I can't say I blame him either. I mean, you and I are still going. We think Josh is going. Um, <laughs> He better be going. He's got the hotel reservation for us. That's okay. They have my license plate number. I'm not worried about it. Josh will go because he actually has money. He had to put money down up front for the first time ever for a road trip, for a hairy hog trip, so... He has money vested. He doesn't owe anybody money. Yeah, so we'll be hanging out with Will in Maryland during the trip. Anyone else want to catch up with us, send us an email. Redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Give us we'll a ding ding. Yes, sir. We'll be hanging with Will, hanging at the Hale BBQ before the game against Dallas because we, unlike Josh, are not Fairweather fans. That's why we are the original Redskins fans podcast. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, welcome to episode 349 of Harry Hog Football, everyone. Um, I guess we'll give a shout-out to our longtime benevolent sponsor, who is also not a Fairweather fan for sure, and that would be Desmond C. Lee, at Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter, because Desmond C. Lee 1 and Desmond C. Lee proper were... Hacked or taken. One or the other. And this is the 300 and Chris Cool. Oh, he's 47. Dude, this is the, the 300 We missed that. And- yeah, we totally missed uh, the Captain Chaos. I mean, we didn't, but we didn't say it. This is the uh, 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 49, Bobby Mitchell. Memorial episode. Right, even though he's still alive. <laughs> um, dudes, yeah. I really don't dudes. even want to talk about this. I think we've hit the lowest of the low. Dudes, dudes, we used to think... It, all right, look, Aaron and I... We're at Norv Turner's last game. We were there in the upper deck, screaming at the top of our lungs, what the F is your problem, Norv Turner, when he marched out 
Eddie Murray, not the baseball player, to kick a field goal that was much longer than the 44-year-old man could kick, which was why we carried two kickers. We had a kicker for the long ones. Yeah, we had a kicker to kick him long. He just wasn't very accurate. And this Eddie Murray guy was accurate, but he couldn't kick it past like 42 yards. It was like a 50-something yarder. Yeah, he was and basically like, I can't kick it over 40 yards. So Yeah, and everyone's sitting there going, North Turner, you're an idiot. What are you doing? And, of course, he kicked it, and the ball fell short, and we lost to the Giants like 9-6, to 9-7. I think seven. it was 9-7. to seven. Yeah, and then you and I drove back to uh, where we were living at the time in Staten Island and pulled up to the curb at like 5 in the morning in front of our place, and a piece of like rebar sticking out of the curb punctured the sidewall of my tire right when we parked. It was the fitting end to, to a trip. But that day, one of the crappiest games that we've been to. That was the day that I called. I called that Nora Turner would not coach for the Redskins again, and he did not. Terry Rubisky took over the next week. You're right. You're right. And that leads us into. I called that Shanahan was going to be cut this week, and it has not happened yet. And and Aaron actually texted me about this, and I was like, "Do you remember back at this Giants game we went to? It was like an overnight meeting, and you guys know." On a side note, I have always been against the Shanahan hiring, and I've tried to be on the bright side of it, but the bright side is long gone. I can't. I didn't want Shanahan in the first place. Which so, one, dude? Any any Shanahan. Any Shanahan will do. Not on the team. Not working for the team. Any Shanahan can go away. All of them. They're dead to me. In any event. <laughs> Horrible, dude. Horrible, horrible. His press conference debacle. <laughs> it was just comical. It was, and it was funny because I think it was uh, Boswell from the Washington Post who was just like, "So you're not going to answer any questions about anything except for the game." Yeah, pretty much. No, he said, "You're not going to answer any questions about anything that we're going to ask." Pretty, yeah. I'm going to see if I can find. Except it. for what you want later. to answer. Is Except what for what you want to answer, and then I read later he said that he was the one that asked him that question because I remember seeing it or hearing it at the press conference. And being like, dang, Grant Paulson was actually blood. asking him some poignant questions too. A few of them that he wouldn't answer. Everybody was. Everybody was like he just he just wouldn't answer anybody. Did you see how weird RG3's conference was? It was like he started saying, "It wasn't like this when we were three and six. There's some stuff." He was like, there's stuff going on that I can't control or something, and it's unfortunate, but he can't yeah. do anything about it. It's it's So there's he, some stuff going on, dude. There is tons of crap going on behind the scene. You can you can think about Snyder. You can think about Shanahan and the battles back and forth, two big ego guys, whatever. Uh, my point, though, going back, my point is that uh, – That time, that year, what was it, 1999 that we fired Norv Turner? Three games left to go, and Terry Rubisky took over. I think and so. the team was worse for those last three games. It was an absolute cluster. Oh, and yeah, so, it was horrible. Aaron, Aaron, you texted me, I think, last night. I was already in bed. And you texted me last night, and I saw it this morning, and you were like, dude, why haven't we fired the Shanahan's yet? And I'm like, remember that year? Remember what happened? Who the F is going to take over the team for the last three games this year, because if they fire Shanahan, they got to get rid of both of them, and they can't. They can't be like Jim Hazlitt. You've been such a great coach in your past. Cut. Why don't you take over the team for the rest of the season? Because that would go well. He should be gone as well because he's terrible, dude. But before we even get I mean, to who's those guys, do it? Raheem Morris. All right, 
All right. But who else is going to coach? I mean, they're going to be bringing in guys. Dude, like Raheem Morris. Be... I would be okay with Raheem Morris doing it. I would be too, but who else is going to coach like positions and everything? It would be a complete cluster. No one would know what's going on. And because of how that was so terrible those last three games when Robisky took over, uh, I think that's ex- I think I think that's exactly why Shanahan is still the coach. There's all these people who are just like, oh, they're trying this angle to try to say, oh, well, we have reason to fire for cause because uh, blah, 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 so we don't have to pay in the $7 million. And all these people are just making all this stuff up. Like, do you really think Dan Snyder gives a crap about $7 million? That's like $7 to me. That's that to him. <laughs> that's like... Yeah, that's to like, him. It's <laughs> like $7 to me. <laughs> if we all got everyone to donate a dollar, we could to buy donate the team. Dollar, we could buy the team from Dan Snyder. Thank um, you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, I could see the fact that if he, like you were saying, that fact that it could just get worse, coupled with who are we going to get in the meantime, or yeah. why not just start looking for the new coach and maybe he'll quit anyway and then we won't have to pay him. So, yeah, what's yeah, the hurry well, at this point? I th- and Except I think now that- he's like, I'm going to bench RG3. And then he, like, opened that can of worms, too. Like, he's trying he's to get fired idiot. or something. He is trying to get fired because he's afraid he's not gonna he's gonna be forced to quit and he's not gonna get that seven million year. And people are speculating on that. They're speculating, oh, they may even keep him for next year just to make him coach this dumpster fire, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Dan Snyder doesn't give a crap about that seven million dollars. That's nothing to him. That's like that's like the beer sales in, in two or three games. <laughs> Obviously not. But you know what I'm saying? It's it that means nothing. Dude, I know. It's it's basically he's he's I think he's learned from the past when he fired Norv Turner, who by the way is the only coach with a winning record in the Snyder era. Error. John. John. There's so many bad things to talk about right now. I don't even know where to go. My mind is going in like a thousand different directions. We're such it's we're dude, such a Dexter McCluster F right now, dude. as we saw with those terrible special teams. Oh, my God, the special teams. That's what, what I was trying to get at a few minutes ago. I was like, all right, it, we may not be the proper time to fire the Shanahan's and right. Jim Hazlitt, but why, the, why <laughs> is Ken Burns still there today? Oh, my God, seriously. <laughs> now, that's a position they could have they could have fired him weeks and weeks ago and brought in, I don't know, me, dude. Why did they keep cooking to Dexter McCluster F after all that? What it's just like we did with Devin Hester when we played the Bears. We're taking all these these like guys who were good return men or great return men in the prime of their careers, who are now in the twilight of their careers, and making them look like they're five years younger. I know. And if David Meggett wasn't in jail, they could put <laughs> him in there for the Giants, and he returned to. <laughs> Wait, isn't his son oh, on our team or something? He's on the practice squad. He didn't even get promoted. Somebody else did, though. Yeah, it was Jenna Jameson. It was Jenna I Jameson thought Jenna got Jameson promoted. got cut back in the preseason. He did, but they re-signed him to the, uh, or they signed him to the practice squad. Dude. Yeah, Jenna Jameson got signed to the active roster because uh, Royster went on IR with a high ankle sprain, yet another bust of a running back from Penn State. And we signed some dude named running back Miguel Masonet to the practice squad. What is he? Masonet. Is he French? Um, he might be like Garcon, who has like I don't know Haitian, Haitian? background, or maybe he played for the uh, Argonauts or the uh, the Alouettes. A. Eh? 
Kenny Ken, all right, we need, we need a little groundwork from you since you don't have to worry about driving down here for the game. This Your assignment. Year. Your assignment. Is to find out which Canadian team this dude played for. And he's just like, man, Quebec's like its own country. I don't even know. Dude, did you hear his message? I didn't get to listen to it yet. Dude, I've, I've got to get a little clip off of there because he was like, I've done a full 360 on this. <laughs> and then he was like, hey, what's up, A? I just did that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he is so depressed, like all of us. I mean, it's just, it's it's laughable. And it, what's I'm so beyond frustrating, depressed, dude. Oh, yeah. I, I think what's so frustrating as fans is that there are so many guys that have quit. And I know Shanahan's... In my opinion, I, a terrible coach. He's lost. He's completely lost control of the team. And I thought that was obvious a long time ago. But people have quit, and that means they're quitting on the fans and they're quitting on their fellow teammates, and that's not acceptable. But what I was, uh, I actually was referring to this right before we started recording. I said, Aaron, I, I'm, I'm hoping because you know when you have teams that quit like this and and guys just give up and stuff, and then. It seems like, at least in the NFL, you have two or three games that they just absolutely suck. And then finally enough guys start being like, I hate sucking. <laughs> well, they start playing with reckless abandonment. Yeah, and it might be just in time for the Dallas game where these guys decide to actually man up and do their jobs despite Shanahan. Especially looking at, at how incredibly, you know, you think our defense is bad? Technically, I think we're 30th. Behind us is Minnesota, who we lost to, and Dallas. Dallas has the worst defense in the NFL. Who we lost to. And they lost 45-28 to 28 to, to Cade McNown's Bears. Dude, who we beat. Or was it Josh? So, yeah, you are point painting a hopeful picture, which sucks, because we're going to go there like, oh, yeah, we can beat Dallas. I mean, look at this, and then we're just going to get. You know what? I'm not even going to fall into that trap like we fall into, into well, so many times as fans ever. We're going to get destroyed, dude. Year. We're going to be there, but it's going to be cool to hang out with Will and Josh if he shows yep. up. If he shows up. And, um... Yeah, yeah. And everyone else we run into, maybe those people from Ace of Cakes again, Hail Barbecue, maybe they'll be hanging at Hail BBQ again and we'll just randomly run into them. You never know, dude. You never know. I mean, we're going to be there. We're gonna have to deal. Yeah. We're just gonna have to deal with, I think, an excessive amount of of Dallas fans, which sucks. At least we'll have Josh there to like. He's like three times our size, so we can be like Josh. Josh take care of these spins. Take care of this Dallas fan. Josh is three total spins plus, so he, <laughs> he, he can be in a he can be an imposing figure. Three spins. He's three spins on the scale, man. I don't know if he's that much, is he? He's, dude, if he was listening right now, even though we won't, he won't be, he'll be like, dude, I am not. I'm like 289. He'd be That's like, he'd be like, who said that, dude? Who said I was three spins? Well, maybe at this who uh, said that, place dude? that we're staying at, maybe they'll have a scale. We'll be able oh, to uh, have a spinoff. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not looking good for Josh. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Anyway, oh man, I don't know Dude. if Josh three spins or not. But anyway, I don't know. Another thing to talk about: 
I loved if if you guys read the Washington Post and you looked on there, you saw a picture. If you went to the best and worst for this last game, you saw a picture that was very very familiar because it was the same picture we all saw coming back from halftime. That stadium was amped. I will say this though. Games that I've been to coming back from halftime when there was a crowd there, like the against Dallas last year, it looked kind of empty coming back. Yeah, it took like yeah. 10 minutes into the third quarter before it fills back in from everyone trying to take a leak. That, that's exactly what it is, especially in the upper deck. But that, coupled with the fact that it was already more than half empty, made it look completely empty. Well, here's, here's the thing. And if you look at the picture, I mean, they, they, you could count. There are less than 10,000 people in the stadium, in the seats at that point. And it didn't get much better, and then it got much, much worse. According to um, the official figures, the attendance for this game was 56,247. The paid attendance, which is what they go on. They go on paid attendance, paid for tickets, right? No, they don't because we're sold out. Exactly. They don't go on paid. They go on whoever comes through the gate with the little scanner. No, they don't. They go on paid attendance. Are you sure? Professional sports. Yes. I'm 100% sure, which tells me that email that I got a few weeks ago from the Redskins right before they called me to try to get me to buy season tickets again next year, where they said, hey, for every season ticket you buy for 2014, you get a free ticket for the... Last three games of the season, which this year were what? Are to try to fill the stadium. Exactly. How do they have three seats available for each of the, or one seat available for all three of the last remaining home games if the place is sold out? Dude, they need to just lower the prices and quit trying to artificially inflate the prices. They just need to put, they need to say you can walk up and buy tickets at the damn window. I know. Stop trying to, yeah, just be like. Paid attendance. Yeah, and stop this whole, like, Farce. Yeah. The whole thing's a farce. Farce. Sars. Or do what other crappy teams do and be like, you can buy a three-game pack and a Some free hot dog, a free wiener. They, they, already, <laughs> they already cut a bunch of seats out of the stadium. What are they going to do, was, cut the whole upper deck? This was by far the lowest uh, attendance the Redskins have had paid attendance at a game. At FedEx. At FedEx. And probably yeah, it, probably it, at freaking RFK, which only held, what, 60-some? Yeah, something like that. It is just, just just an absolutely terrible number, and it just goes to prove, number one, that just because there's a waiting list with a whole bunch of people on there because I'm on it three times, um, it doesn't really mean anything. It used <laughs> to. It used to once upon a time. like back RFK in when we were good. Back when Jack Kent Cook was the owner, and now the damn stadium doesn't even have his name on it. That's what I still call it, though. It just goes to prove. <laughs> that Dan Snyder is the biggest bun in the state. In the, state. <laughs> the biggest buns hole in the state. Speaking of buns, my favorite quote from the okay. game was when Kevin Harlan talking about RG3. <laughs> you mean was, Kevin Harlan? Two buns equal a cheek. We need to bring in <laughs> Jerome Booger. <laughs> Kevin Harlan, two buns equal a cheek. <laughs> we need to bring in Jerome Booger to ask him about that play. No, and, Booger's just sitting in the corner shaking his head. He just can't believe he has to talk about this debacle. Can we bring him in now? You you want to bring him in here in the first half of the uh, the show? I might as well let him get back to his donut holes. Yo, Jerome. <laughs> All right, he's on the way over. He's, he's finishing up a donut hole. He's eating like a glazed chocolate one. Is he putting on his headset? 
he's putting on his headset. He started, he's moving his arms around a little bit. He, he looked a little weird. Like he, he had his headset on and he thought he was about to call a play <laughs> or a foul. And then he realized where he was. All right. All right. Here, he, Jerome, Jerome. All right. Have a seat, man. Yeah. How are you gentlemen today? <laughs> uh, not so good. Our team is a debacle. Yes, the uh, the Redskins are are a uh, they're really bad at this point. Um, <laughs> three and ten is not a good record. As a matter of fact, they are the second worst team in the NFL right now. Who's the worst? The Jacksonville Jaguars, the Buffalo Bills. Who? Oh no! Oh no! Those teams are actually ahead of you all. <laughs> How much worse oh, can it get? The Houston Texans have only have only won what two games this year. And they, they don't even, like, and they don't even have a coach, do they? Oh, they got Wade Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> they do have Wade Phillips. Yes. He's he is not coach. a very good coach. He was in uh, Dallas for a while. And he always uh, looked confused with his mouth all agape during the game. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jerome, we wanted to ask you about two plays, and then we'll let you go on your merry way. Yes. Uh, the first play, when Kevin Harlan, RG3, if you remember, he was he was scrambling and he was trying to reach for an extra yard. And then when he hit the ground with the ball, the ball popped out. Kevin Harlan stated that two cheeks equal a what? Knee? Foot? Something like that? Equal a knee, I think. Now, um, yes, yes, he he is correct. He actually, is that an official rule fact, in the rule? As book? a matter of fact, only one cheek equals a foot down. One <laughs> one cheek. It what it it, it should have been if he was saying it correctly, because uh, Kevin Harlan is not an official. He's just a uh, well, he's one of those guys that sounds kind of funny, and he's a. Uh, he looks like Kenny Albert. He he sounds like Kenny Albert, but uh. I believe he also calls basketball, and he's he's kind of good for that, I think. But uh, yes, calling this game, he is he is not on the A team. Put it that way. In any event, he is uh he is he is somewhat correct, but he is uh he needs to switch those number those those numbers around. He needs to say one cheek is the same as two feet. Oh, I got you, I got you. Does that make sense? Yeah, you that know, makes you, more sense. That makes a lot more sense. I, th- I think Kevin Harlan was just happy to say cheeks on, on air like that. He was talking about a man's cheeks. He was. And, you know, that's, that's, uh, I think that's an in- inappropriate fourth uh, context. But is that, is that somewhere in the rule book where it says one cheek equals two feet? That is one of those unwritten rules. Everyone knows. It's, it's probably down there in, like, rule A, subdivision B+. plus. A point C one three five, you know those those stupid things like that. It's in there somewhere, but we all know when one she hits the ground, you down. <laughs> so why did um, whoever these guys were? I forget. Do you remember, do you remember who the rest were for this game, Jerome? Well, it certainly wasn't a uh, Rob Winter or a uh, or a uh, Jack Treehorn. <laughs> I know it wasn't Jack Treehorn because I was hanging out at his house just the other day, and it was not yourself. It was definitely definitely not me. So I would not go on to be like one cheek equals or two cheeks. So why did these referees call this a fumble when anyone that happened to be in the stadium, all 3,000 of them, could yes. see plainly from their seats that he was obviously down? 
Well, I thought it was obvious he was down, too. I think these referees were uh, a little affected by the snow, a little affected by all that white stuff lying around in their faces. I can understand that. That's a little disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that kind of stuff flying in my face, either. Mm, me neither. Any um, white stuff flying at my face, I get a little afraid of. Exactly. Exactly. Gentlemen, that is that is not something you want to be around. I'll tell you that. If that happens, you need to get out real fast. <laughs> In any event, um, <laughs> Jeff Triplett, I mean Jack Treehorn's crew was a uh, was not there, but it was very surprising because that's the kind of call that they would make because they are uh, they are like the J team, the K team on this uh, in this NFL. Now there was one other play I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, there was a point in the game where the ball was obviously I don't know closer to two yards than it was to one yard. Um, from the first down marker. And the referees allowed um, Andy Reid, the Walrus, to call for a measurement. Now, is this any kind of, is this like a over, what's the word I'm looking for? Are they being oversensitive to that now since they totally screwed the Redskins last week? Or, or is Yes, that... that's exactly what happened. After that came down and we saw that uh, Jack Treehorn's crew was so bad on that particular call especially, um, it came down from the head of referees uh, that, that you need to, uh, if, if, it, if it seems like it's anywhere near close and they ask for a measurement, you better measure that ball. Because <laughs> that thing was a good four feet at least. That's right. Oh, you're talking about the football on yeah on the field. That's right. Yes, that is a that it was a long distance. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Jerome, and uh, maybe we'll have you umpire or referee the uh, the Cowboys game. Oh, I hope so. That would be a lot of fun, and hopefully Josh will show up too. I'm a little worried about his uh, commitment to the Washington Redskins. Yeah, maybe he can he hang out and chat with you a little bit in the little outhouse down on the field right before the game. Oh, yes, that's where all the good stuff happens in there. They got a stripper pole and everything. Have you been in that outhouse? No. <laughs> all right, all right I have to go, gentlemen. I'll see you next week. I got to get to Vegas. I got a date. All right, we'll talk to you later, Jerome. Thanks. Have some donut holes on your way out of the studio. You I'm going to take this box of donut holes with me. All right, dude. Cool. Take it with you, man. It's all like chocolate glazed anyway. They're kind of gross. <laughs> chocolate glazed balls. <laughs> I mean holes. Donut holes. That's right. Um, thanks oh, to Jerome man. Booger for showing up, showing up again. Uh, Jerome Booger's Yardstick is brought to you by... Um, Oscar Mayer Wieners. Oscar, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Driving to a town near you. Stay, stay you are a loser, Hey, it's Will from Maryland. Will. Man. Oh, man. Will, you got to get in contact us, with us this week. Um, we've, uh, definitely got to make sure we get our plans together so we can hang again like we did last, last, uh, last time around. Hey, he already texted me and said he's in. Sweet. In fact, I think he might be on Skype right now if we wanted to add him in. Oh, that'd be funny. We maybe we should do that after the break, and he can do his games and kicks. Is his what's his last name? Do you remember the the fifth? I think it's him. I think it's in Maryland, right? Will <laughs> in Maryland? I don't know, but I don't, <laughs> but I don't think that's his name on Skype. But. Oh, 
Um, anyway, yeah, we can do that after the break. Let me see if he's still on. See if we can pull him It in says there. William Robinson online. Is that him? Sure. <laughs> It'd be funny if we tried to add him in and it was like some random person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, that'd be like people listening to the show here. It's like, I don't know any of their last names. Yeah, it's like we say them every now and then, but it's Aaron, Josh, and John, or Aaron and John. We're trying to protect the innocent and the guilty, except for Will. Apparently, except for Will. let that one slip. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, um, well, thank goodness you didn't say his number is five five five. And thank goodness we didn't say where he lives. Oh man, dang it! Anyway, uh, what else do we have on this itinerary? Do we have to talk about the game at all? Really, the special teams horrible. Offense or and all right, I wanted to point this out because I've noticed it more and more with RG three. Yeah. He's been staring down the initial receiver. Yeah. Every that first pass. pick in the red zone, it looked like Jason Campbell. It Dude. looked like Jason Campbell used to look when he started uh he when he hit, hit when he hit his plateau. He would just like stare at he he'd drive the team down the field, everything's good. He'd get to the red zone and he would just lock on. I mean, he was locking on to people a lot, but he would really lock on there and then suddenly, bam, pick or turnover or something. And that, I'm, I'm seeing, I mean, Aaron, you're exactly right. And a lot of people have been talking about this lately, especially, but you've been talking about it for like five or six weeks. He is locking on to people like nobody's business. And I think a lot of it's because he's getting like 0.9 seconds to throw the ball. Thank you, Columbus, and the rest of the Shanahan. Oh, dude, Columbus? line. Columbus is getting worse and worse and worse. They know that they can victimize him because they're not moving RG3 around. These guys were not good as the drop back passer. And we're going to see if, if they, in fact, do do the stupid and bench RG3 and put Kirk, Kirk, put Kirk Cousins in there. I almost want to see that this weekend because I want to see him drop back as a pocket passer and see how much he gets shredded. I want to see it. I feel bad for the guy, but I want to see it because these guys can't block anyone that you're using as a drop-back passer. They're giving up, what, four sacks to Justin Tuck two weeks ago who had two and a half sacks on the year? And it's because they're not moving three around, and three is shifty. The dude can move around some still. His knee's not 100%, but it's damn close. Kirk Cousins isn't like Drew Bledsoe statuesque, but he can't move like RG3. And we so saw a little bit of that guy, in the he's game. He gets sacked six times instead of four times. Dude, I don't even want to kick a dead horse in this podcast. I know. We, everyone it's knows just... how bad they are and how bad the game yeah. was. And it was almost comical how bad it was. Especially, especially, why is Ken Burns even still there? Yeah, that's the one spot that they should have changed out many, many weeks ago and gotten somebody else because it was obvious it really wasn't going to work at all. Well, it wasn't just like, oh, there's a few mistakes here and there. It's like, no, we suck every single week. Have you thought of this at all? <laughs> People are always like, well, what's wrong with the Redskins? Why are they so much worse? It's mainly the same team they had last year. Well, what has changed from last year? Danny Smith and what's it's been gone. really crappy, the special teams. How many times have we started in – on offense inside our own three-yard line. Yeah, and how many right. times have we let the other team start inside the 50? Yeah, Savrocka. I mean, part of that does go on Savrocka. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Special teams have gotten horrible. Yeah. Defense has gotten a little worse. But you know what I'm saying? I think people kind of overlook that, and it's yeah. a major reason 
Oh yeah, people people always want to overlook special teams. Even it's one third of what happens. Even though time wise, it's it's like one I don't know twentieth or something like that. That's a completely just thrown out there number. But you know what I'm saying? It's like offense, 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 defense, defense, defense. Special teams, offense, 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 defense, defense, defense. You know, they're hardly ever out there, but it makes such a massive difference. I mean, look at Dexter McCluster. He gashed us. What a huge difference in the game that was. Mm-hmm. Devin Hester, fill in the blank. Hey. Special teams plays. How many touchdowns did we give up on special teams this year? Five? I don't even want to count. I don't either. Let's go to break. Let's go to Good break. God. When we come back, we'll round this debacle of a podcast up. Good God. Oh, it's horrible, dude. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. This is Ken Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets, in a world, and it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Thank you. Desmond C. Lee, 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hogg Football. Desmond C. Lee, two on Twitter, because Desmond C. Lee, one, was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. We're basic freedoms. I'm staying. Finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Yo, John, you bet. Hot cakes. Dude, I was just want on that commercial that Josh recorded, does he does he say a redskins woman's man? <laughs> <laughs> I've never known what he says there. <laughs> or a Redskins welcome man. Or a Redskins super fan. I don't know what he says. I'm not sure. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll actually have to go a back and listen to it A Redskins woman's man. <laughs> Redskins woman's man. Remember that time Python was like, I'm a man's man. And we were like, uh, sick. Uh, <laughs> Yo, this guy Python that we knew. Oh man, he was from Jersey. He was a uh, he had the mustache. Stripper. He had like the, oh he had the mustache and the short cropped hair. He was seventies porn mustache. Oh man, this guy and his his uh his his stripper name. Well, he had two. One was Mystery Man, <laughs> and the other was Python. <laughs> and every every other sentence he said ended with the words and s. <laughs> Be like, what's up? And shh. all the time. 
So he was, he, man, that guy was a character. But yeah, he would say stuff like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was my point to bring you up, Python? You're, uh, dude, I don't know. And sick. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, bringing up Python. <laughs> sick. <laughs> anyway, enough and, about Python. Oh, Pithin. <laughs> Enough about Pithin. Oh, Pithin. Oh, Pithin. Anyway. Uh, I think still the funniest thing he ever said might have been, why do the gays get all the rainbows in S? I like effing rainbows in S. <laughs> like all mopey. Like, 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 it's so sad. Why can't I enjoy rainbows because I'm not gay? <laughs> and he was all like mopey, like a little kid about it. And he was like a 40-something-year-old man. <laughs> No, the worst, the the funniest thing that he ever said <laughs> was when he was talking about how he was gonna go down to uh, Florida to rekindle his stripping career now that he was over forty because all those old women that live in Florida, oh, and then man. until someone walked by and said, or they could just look at twenty year old men, <laughs> <laughs> and that got him all depressed and mopey as well, man. <laughs> that guy, that guy went from manic psycho like break your skull guy to depressed little kid faster than anyone i know yeah anyway especially for a 40 probably all the roids it probably was all the like a you know you would go if you would work a concert because we've worked in the entertainment industry they they pretty much always give you extra large shirts you know it had like the band name on it but he'd always be like hey you guys have a medium because he wanted to like guys have any mediums in s because he wanted to like squeeze into a medium to like show oh, yeah. off his muscles and stuff. He always wore he always wore like medium shirts, and if it was yeah. cold in the winter, he'd wear like a white like flannel <laughs> shirt. No, and then, it was like, like a medium t shirt on top of it, and it was always a black shirt because it was a band shirt. It was a white, um, you know, waffle shirt like a waffle long shirt. long that's underwear. What I'm about. Yeah, like long underwear. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like all tight. And that was a medium too. It was probably a small. <laughs> And I mean, this dude was like tall and everything, you know. So he was always just like, "Yeah, look at my muscles and sh." Anyway, enough about <laughs> enough about. Oh pithin, oh pithin. Anyway, he was a funny guy. He he. But if he was your friend, man, he'd 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 back you up in a bar fight in an instant. But then he'd treat you like crap all the other times. Yeah, he treated like crap all the other times. But if someone started like pushing you at the bar, he'd break their skull. Yeah. He was he was an interesting guy. Anyway, he'd be like, "Don't mess with my buddy John." And sh- <laughs> anyway, don't mess with my friend the Twig. And sh- <laughs> you can't call him that. I can call him that. <laughs> anyway. Man, he's a trip. Um, nope, I've never met anyone like Python. So, are we going to try to Skype in Will? Um, if this really him. Are you sure you do you want to chance it? Are, are you sure it's not like some client of your wife's or something? I have like no idea. Someone that that could be a business like contact. Just be quiet. And when I do it, if, it, if, I, if it's the wrong number, I'll just be like, I'm sorry, sir. I have the wrong number. <laughs> Maybe I can get Jerome back. He is sitting like out in the front waiting for his ride. Ew, is he? He, he could come back out here and like start talking like all loud while the guy's on the phone. Maybe. I- all right, I'm going to add this person in. We'll see if it's Will and Marilyn. <laughs> All right, here it goes. Here it goes. I think it's ringing. Can you hear it? I can see it. I can see it on my screen. Interesting. It looks like a little 
pulsating dot on the person's neck. It's a little weird, yeah. I don't hear it ringing, though. It's just like... I don't hear it ringing. I just see the thing. Maybe that means his phone's on silent. Maybe he's at work. Or maybe he doesn't have a microphone plugged in or something. Mm. Anyway, while that's ringing, maybe Will and Marilyn. Let's go on to what else we have here. Well, we we already talked to uh, Jerome Booger. Do we need the injury report? O-line report. They were horrible, especially Columbus and Chester. We did did talk about that. I don't think we're going to get Will here. It doesn't look like he's going to connect in here. All right. It's probably like his son. Like, <laughs> oh, I, hey, I found the thing where it says show profile. Right. This guy's probably like, who is Harry A. Allen? That's him because his login Skype name is W I M H T T R. Will in Maryland Hill. Oh, it's the gotta be him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he might be at work or he might be, you know, he might be with the ladies. Yeah. Anyway, Will, we tried to add you in, dude. We're pretty sure it was you. But, dude, don't worry. We'll be seeing you in like a week and a half, my brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, I'm pumped for that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. So, okay, I went through the O-line report, and that's all I'm doing on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for the kicks. Yeah, let's just get this over. I mean, well, we'll do the games, I guess. Wait, do we need to go to the injuries besides Evan Roydster? That was really the only injury on the report right now. Because the injury report doesn't come out officially until tomorrow. So we don't know about Jordan Reed or anything. Well, it's two weeks in a row where it looked like he was going to play, and then they decided not to play him. So It's probably some Shanahan vendetta. Like, Dude, who knows? Maybe because he thinks maybe he's going to actually be there again next year. Or Jordan Reed might get injured if he plays. Yeah, and yeah. Who knows? Shanahan's a freaking idiot. (laughs) All right, anyway. Here we go. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award brought to you by... It's, it's Dunkin' Donuts Donut Holes. <laughs> donut Holes. We could do a, a Subway commercial style, or Subway style commercial, except Jerome Booger will be the guy, the guest guy, instead of like RG3 and Justin Tuck. And and I don't know Apollo Ono and all the other people that are on there. It'll be Jake like Laser Dunkin' Donuts eat holes. Get Jerome to uh, make so <laughs> the new sponsorship. Dunkin' Donuts. We might have to use someone other than Dunkin' Donuts. They may not appreciate that. We may have to go with a. Uh, we'll make up a, our own donut place. We'll make up our own donut hole uh, organization. How about? Uh... I don't know. If anyone out there has a, a recommendation for a good donut shop name, Dave's Donuts. Dave's, oh, no, it needs to be a little bit more uh, leading than that. Um, you can email it to us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com, or you can tweet us at at harryhog. Um, um, you could even leave a message on the hog line, 77 Hog. It goes right to voicemail if you want to bitch about the game or come up with an idea with, for, uh, for uh, the donut uh, shop The donut shop to uh, sponsor Jerome Booger's uh, <laughs> segment. 
And if you want to become a real sponsor yourself and have your name oh, yeah. talked about and worshipped on the podcast, so to speak, Bam, you can go right. ahead and send in a little something-something through the donate button on harryhogfootball.com on the left-hand side of the page. That's true. Scroll down past the uh, Desmond C. Lee link to his Twitter account, Fantasy Football League, which uh, Aaron didn't even make the playoffs in. And right below that, there's a piggy bank that says, Help Harry. You can click on there. You can donate as a lot, as much, or as little as you like. And it keep, helps keep this uh, this quality uh, NPR-level broadcasting uh, operation on the air. The original Redskins fans podcast. Anyway, so yeah. we're in the game balls. So who yeah. are you giving yours to? Not a damn person. All right. Well, I know who I'm giving mine to. Logan Paulson for that awesome catch in the back of the end. Oh, my God. That was... It was one of the see, best catches one, I've seen all year. And he's got to be one of the guys that's getting pissed off. Because he is still given 100% on the field. 100%, 100%, 100%. And Arakpo was given 100% in the field. Yeah, and there, but there are other guys who aren't doing it. And they're not trying. And it sure seems like it's most of the offensive line for starters. Yeah, Logan Paulson, that catch, and that's not the first badass catch he's made. Remember the one a while back? Was it yeah, where he uses where the he... strength of his hands and just that dude yeah. stuck his hand in there and yanked with all his might, and he just held on with both arms. It was like, oh hell no, I'm not dropping this ball. Mm-hmm. They were like his hands were like a vice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so all that's right, who I gotta I'm give. A, to. I gotta give a, a game ball to somebody. You said um, you weren't giving one. Changing your mind, you're going to give it to Kyle Shanahan for his awesome play calling, <laughs> or Ken Burns for his awesome coaching on the special. I team. like his documentaries, although they're kind of long. Um, the Ken Burns effect. Damn, there isn't a damn player I'm giving a game ball to. This might be the first week I've never given a game ball. I'm not giving a game ball to anybody. No, what? No, stop. I am giving my game ball to the Redskins fans who stayed till the end of that game in that stadium in that cold ass day. Yep. Good one, and dude. That's that. Yeah. They're the ones that get the game ball. The non fair weather fans. On the field, the Literally. Fans. In more ways than one. Dude, if we were at that game with Josh in like the third quarter, he'd be like, dude, do you just want to go like get some wheatgrass? He'd be like, dude, I'm going to go get some coffee and stand under the overhang. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. And then I won't show up until the end of the fourth quarter. Or he'll text us and be like, dude, I'm out in the parking lot hanging out with these guys by their heated grill. Yeah. They're Chiefs camp fans, but they're cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if Josh ever actually listened to the podcast that he wasn't on, he would give us a hard time about it. But I've never he should. But you know, he should also show up. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was I? Talking I guess about? that's about it, right? Next game is uh, no. We have to give our kicks, dude. Oh yeah. Well, I figured that went for everybody. No, it's right, time so. for this week's. Kicking the Balls Award. Kicking the Balls Award brought to you by Poopery. Poopery. At Poopery on Twitter. Ridipoo Poopery. Oh, we didn't give, uh, Josh did not give a game ball. Dude, he's giving it to Kyle Shanahan. He should. And Ken Burns, a collective one. That's probably good. That's good. Okay, Kicking the Balls. Um... You go ahead, because I know you... No, I'll go ahead, because I know you got a good one. Um, Let's see. 
I think Josh Josh is going to give his kick in the balls to Evan Royster for spraining his getting a high ankle sprain and going on IR on his first catch of the season. Well, I still don't know why he was in instead of Alfred Morris, but whatever. I exactly. I don't know. I I have no idea. Um, but Josh thought he was. Josh is going to give him his uh kick in the balls for that. My kick in the balls goes to. <laughs> Take your pick, know. dude. Just roll the dice. I know, right? I might as well just like close my eyes and put my finger on the roster. Um, there are a lot of guys on the team that are actually fighting out there, but there are a lot of guys that aren't. So it, it's kind of hard to pick. Um, <laughs> by the way, we didn't talk about the uh, the battle between Chase Daniel and Sunshine. That was kind of interesting to see Chase Daniel come back and uh, not really haunt us. He had like one one completion because then they yeah. had, we had all the four and out battles where they were the Chiefs were trying to run down the clock from the third quarter. Dude, Andy Reid was totally trying to keep it classy. He was totally trying. He could have run that up to seventy points. They he almost did by accident, dude. I know that's the, oh my my kick in the balls goes to everyone except for Logan Paulson. All right, well, I'm going to single someone out, Bacardi Rambo, for that non-tackle <laughs> where he had, like, the dude tackled, but he didn't tackle him, and he just, like, ran into the end zone. You remember what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, man. That was, like, the epitome of the whole game. That man is not NFL-caliber talent. <laughs> if I mean, we knew it already. A lot of you guys listening knew it already. We tried to give him the benefit of the doubt earlier in the season and everything. This guy's not good. He is not good enough to play in the NFL, and he's not. I mean, there's no signs of him having, you know, a ceiling to aspire to. He he done been at the ceiling. And what happened to Merriweather? We didn't mention him hurt. on the injury report. He got hurt in practice. I don't know. That's Josh's job. Anyway, all right. Well, let's round this thing out because I really have to pee all of a sudden. <laughs> what else do we have? Anything, or is that pretty much it? I'm going to start playing the music. Dude, there's nothing else to talk about. We suck. But you know what? You and I are still going to watch. We're going to watch the entire game this coming weekend against the Falcons at 1 p.m. in the George Dome. And then the week after that, you and I will be at the entire game at Jack King Cook Stadium against the Dow-ass Cowboys. Yeah, get in touch with us on email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com if you want to join us for some pregame uh, tailgating or whatnot. Uh, give us a call, 177-HARRY-HOG, if you have any comments about anything, especially the new sponsor for Jerome Booger's Yardstick. Yeah. And uh, another shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond Seeley. Yep, who, like us, watched the whole game. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And we didn't mention this, but this week, if you see a Cowboys fan, you can... You can joke them because they have a worse defense technically than we do. Joke them! Joke them!